Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking all about finding the money. So it's Friday and, you know, I've been really inspired lately with working with so many different clients in literally so many different situations, couples to people who are engaged to newlyweds, uh, to people running businesses, getting ready to sell their business from people in their twenties to people in their sixties. And, you know, I think what's so exciting about it is I really get a glimpse at 
really understanding how similar we all are with our money. We are, I mean, if you, if you could only understand how similar, whatever situation you're in, good, bad, or ugly it is with everyone else, I think it would bring like a great sense of relief to you. Again, I know I say this like so many times and you're probably like sick of hearing me say this. So you can just like turn down the volume and then turn it back up in a minute. It's okay. I forgive you. But, um, you know, we don't talk about money, right? So we are completely isolated when it comes to money and everything feels like a big, enormous deal as it should, right? And look, if we just literally started talking about money, if we started talking about these things, if we started sharing tips with our friends, if, uh, you know, we started maybe relaxing into some of these things and, and not getting in a panic, I think that, um, I think we could really defuse the topic of money. And it, look, it's not, everyone's not going to be in like the best money position by doing that. But I think mentally, like we're really going to be able to reframe ourselves and, you know, I was doing an interview today. I was on a radio show today and, uh, the interviewer asked me like, you know, give me three of your top money tips. And so, you know, I rattled off a lot of the things that we talk about on here. One of them that I'm going to talk about in just a minute, but, um, one of them really was talking about the emotions of money. And I, I think we would just sort of like breeze past the emotional side of money when it is so critical. I mean, if I could explain to you how, in every situation I've been in working with clients, how once we tackle the emotional side of money and we really get to the bottom of, you know, what's making you make these money decisions or what, what's stopping you from making a money decision or why are you arguing as a couple or I mean, whatever it may be. And sometimes it's something that you're not even like aware of, right? So I've got to do a little bit of digging to kind of get down to, you know, the bottom there and figure out, you know, what it is. And, you know, it's been in, in good situations where maybe it's it's limiting somebody from making kind of like the next financial move or financial decision that they need to make. They have good income. They have good money. Um, they've made a lot of the smart decisions, but they're kind of like at this impasse. They're a little bit stuck, right? Or definitely somebody who's, you know, in a tough situation and struggling in every month, you know, paycheck to paycheck. And, and again, I will say this, like, it is not just reserved for people who are like just out of college, early twenties, like barely making any money. That is not the only place where paycheck to paycheck cycle happens. It happens all throughout careers, all throughout income levels. And, you know, I, I think that the problem is we get in this habit of thinking that, you know, we make more money suddenly, like we're going to be out of this cycle. But that's not human psychology. Like human psychology is we just raise our expenses, right? And, and we kind of perpetuate this paycheck to paycheck. But I mean, if you think about maybe why people um, have different habits or addictions or anything like that, usually it's rooted in something, right? We don't normally have some sort of addictive side of our personality if if there's something that isn't attached to it, whether it's fear, whether it's something that's happened to us in the past, um, you know, something we've seen or been through, those are the things that trigger, um, you know, the negative emotions or the things holding us back, or maybe the things making us too conservative or, or the things that are making us argue with our spouse or our boyfriend or a girlfriend or even argue with ourselves or whatever it may be. And so I think that if we could just focus on getting to the core of it 
and really understanding what makes you think, act, feel about money, then so many different things would change in your financial dynamic. And again, even if you're in a great position right now, there still could be roadblocks in the way that are stopping you from maybe going higher or reaching, you know, another level of financial opportunity. So, you know, I think we just kind of get in the habit of thinking like, well, this is only applicable to people who are like in a bad situation. And that's so not true. And so I think like I just, after, you know, this last few weeks, you know, working with so many different clients where really it's been more about focusing on the emotional side of money than anything. And once we tackle that, it's like, suddenly, you know, the skies open up and it's like a flood of opportunity and things start falling into a place. I mean, if, if I could like patent this formula, it would be fantastic <laughs> because it's definitely like a system that you, that you go through. And now after working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, dare I say like thousands of clients over the last 10 years, you know, I've sort of got this, the system down and I know, you know, the arc in it, it's like, it's like writing a movie script, right? I know how we, we start out and then we get to something bad and then we overcome that. And then we get to like this amazing ending. And, um, so what I just would really encourage you to do is to think about the emotional side of money and think about, you know, why you think active feel about money and how that influences your, either your attitude or your money decisions or the position you're in right now, um, because if, if you can deal with that, I guarantee you, if you, if you can deal with that and you can get through that, then a lot of things really open up to you. And again, this is not based off of working with one client. I mean, this has been years and years and years of doing this. So I definitely can tell you that it works. There's something in it that's really powerful that unfortunately we don't spend a lot of time thinking about. And it's so frustrating because it's like we're set up to fail right off the bat, right? We roll out of college, like we don't know this stuff. We certainly have not addressed like any of the emotional side, right? And we go out into the working world and like suddenly we're supposed to have this all figured out. You know, maybe we get a good job or we get a good raise or we start a business and things start taking off. And then it's like, wait, why am I not like where I think I should be? Or why am I still going around the same thing over and over and over again and nothing seems to be changing. I'm making more and more money and nothing seems to be changing. Well, if that's you and I'm talking to you, go to the emotions, right? Figure that piece out. Once you figure that piece out, I'm not saying it's going to like instant uh, change or instant gratification, but you're going to feel a lot better about money, but it's also just going to open up your brain and it's going to open you up to thinking about all these things differently. So Today's podcast, just a few tips about finding the money. And this has inspired, I think, the last few weeks just working with all sorts of different people and being interviewed for different uh, radio shows and TV shows. I've just, um, I've really been inspired to kind of bring this to you. It's Friday. We can do things a little bit differently today, right? It's Friday. So I'm just going to bring you some tips of like what's worked for real life people. And again, this is just kind of a collection of things that you've heard if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning. And if you have, high five to you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody who's listening, really. Honestly, I do. Um, I try to tell everybody who emails me that because it does. It matters a lot to me. And I I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for you. And so I just really appreciate any time you share it with a friend or you know, you grow it in your community. Um, 
I've been asked to come speak to different um, groups and different organizations and different friend groups, and I think that's super cool. Um, I recently went and hung out with um, a group of people, and uh, they're all podcast listeners, and so they invited me to come in for a night. We had dinner, we talked about money, and I just I love that stuff, right? Because if it wasn't for you guys, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing this, or maybe I would be doing it, but I I would be just talking to myself. But it really does feel like I'm talking to myself. Um, which is very strange because normally I'm a little bit of like an introverted person and, um, I don't, I don't talk a lot, right? I'm kind of one of those people that like I'm quiet in the back and then I have something like really great to say, or at least (laughs) I like to think it's something really great to say probably isn't, but, um, I can be silly. I can be funny, but I'm definitely more like introspective type person. So I find it hilarious, honestly, that for two years, I've been babbling into a microphone just relentlessly and I love it. It's like for me the a big kind of release because I feel like you're listening on the other end and hopefully, you know, even if you get one tip or one thing um, inspires you and unlocks something in you, then, you know, I feel like I've done my job. So anyway, okay, you're probably like, Shauna, seriously, would you just get to the tips, right? I know that's you. All right. So number one thing is negotiating and changing everyday expenses. And I've seen this in a, literally since the beginning of the year, right? So we're like towards the end of February. I've seen this dramatically change budgets on every different spectrum. So whether we're talking about negotiating rent when you're getting a new apartment or whether you're negotiating your cell phone bill that you've just been paying forever, forever, and you've never negotiated that or things like bundling cable and internet and phone together, um, in the last two months, I, I must've had 10, uh, clients that I've worked with who have bundled cable, internet, and phone and saved on average between hundred and $150 a month, right? It may not sound like a lot per month, right? Times that by a year, times that by a few years that you probably are paying this. And it starts to be like a significant amount of money, right? And again, saving money and making smart money moves, it's about the little things every month. It's not always about these big, gigantic pots of money, but it's about $100 here and $100 here. And, you know, sooner or later, you've got two or three or four or $500 extra a month to work with that you can put towards debt paying off or towards buying a home or buying an investment property or starting your kid's uh, college fund, whatever it may be, right? It's more money. Okay, sort of along the same lines, next tip is reducing interest rates on credit cards. And I know there's a lot of like sort of mystery about this, but there really isn't a mystery, right? Take a few cards, if you have a few credit cards and you're paying anywhere, you know, 14 to 20 to 25% in interest, first lesson is you got to know how much you're paying in interest. If you don't know what you're paying in interest on your credit cards, that is your homework assignment number one. I know it's a Friday and I'm giving you a homework assignment, but uh, you definitely need to know what you're paying. So if you get those cards down to negotiate the interest rate down, even if you cut it in half, oh my gosh, you would be so surprised what cutting an interest rate in half and you still paying the same payment, how fast you can pay that puppy off. Or you just have more money in your budget. And there's no science to this. It's really about calling the credit card company and saying, you know, hey, I've been a loyal customer. My interest rate is X. I'm not happy. I'm thinking about, you know, going to another credit card. It works best on credit cards where you have a zero balance, right? Because they do not want to lose you as a customer. 
but I've seen it on on any type of credit card situation. You're not always going to take a 20% interest rate down to a 0%, right? But you might. And so, you know, if you've got a 50-50 shot to do it, I say do it, right? Okay, the next one was another tip that I gave on the radio show today, and that was just the thing that I beat over your head, charting your expenses and knowing your numbers every single month, not just one time, right? This is every single month because our expenses change every month, right? We Some months we go to the movies, some months we go to concerts, some months we buy more clothes. I don't know, you know, stuff comes up, right? Some months are more expensive than other months. So I want you to just like put on like... um your investigative, you know, hat, right? Remember when we were like kids and we liked to play like investigator, right? And we were like going out to to find rocks in the garden or whatever that whatever the heck, right? I'm a girl, so I probably didn't play in the dirt, but um, I like to solve mysteries. And so, you know, think of your expenses kind of like a mystery, right? And you're solving this mystery. You're solving like, okay, what am I spending all my money on? Where is it going? Is there a way that I can do this better and still not have to give up anything that I like to do, but have more money? It's all about more money, right? Okay, next tip is scrub those expensive monthly dues to the boutique fitness stuff, right? I'm talking the spin classes, I'm talking the Pilates and the specialty yoga. And I'm probably getting a lot of people right now that are not happy with me saying that. But look, there's reason behind it, right? Groupon, Living Social, all those types of places in any city have amazing deals. A lot of the boutique fitness places are going to Groupon and Living Social and things like that to offer specialty deals. One month, three month deals, all sorts of things like that where you can pay a fraction of the price that you would pay on your regular dues. Now, I know, I love the boutique fitness, trust me. I mean, there, I, I love it, right? There's a yoga studio that I absolutely love, but it is a big expense for both of us to go to the yoga studio once a week. It's at least a couple hundred dollars a month, right? So I just rotate around to different yoga studios on the Groupon deals. And last year we saved... Um, I think it was somewhere around $1,100 over what we would have paid. And we still got to go to the gym and work out and all sorts of things, right? So find ways like that where you can just do it a little bit more inventive. All right, next tip. If you run your own business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have an online business, if you have a YouTube business, whatever, I want you to know exactly what it's costing you each month to run this business. And what does it cost you to get each month? customer? What does it cost you um, to get each sponsor? Whatever your business is like, I want you to know what the actual costs are. What does it cost you to turn into revenue that month, right? So often in business, we just keep like racking up the expenses and we don't have a, it's just like our personal finances. We don't have a clear picture of what the heck is going on, right? You got to know what's going on. And last tip Again, you've heard this a million times, but use your credit card like a debit card. So one of my favorites, this is not a commercial for them. It's just all the research that I've done. I love the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. I think it gives the most value for points. And, you know, you can use your points, which is really important because there are a lot of credit cards you sign up for to get travel points. And you cannot use the travel points, right? 
blackout dates, all sorts of stuff. And so it's like pointless. You just got this credit card and you cannot use, you just cannot use the points unless it's sometime that like nobody wants to go travel. Um, so I love Chase Sapphire Preferred, but there are lots of other cards. That's the one just really works for us. Charge it each month, charge your expenses each month, pay them off and take the rewards, right? So you're playing the, you're playing the game, but you're playing the game to win. So you don't care about interest rate because you're paying off the credit card every single month and you are banking your points. And then, you know, in a couple months, you're going to go on there and you're going to book your flight to Hawaii and you're going to be off for a week in Hawaii and you're going to be sipping, um, sipping, what do they have? Like blue Hawaiians. Is that the drink in Hawaii? I forget now. It's been so long. Pina Colada. We'll go with Pina Colada. You can't, you can't go wrong with a pina colada, right? You're sipping your pina colada, there's music in the background, and you're just laughing because you did all of this on points. Like, that is the victory. I mean, that's the victory for me. If I can teach you how to go travel and not have to pull out your credit card or pull it out very infrequently, um, I, I'm a happy camper because I believe that we all should travel, we all should see the world, and we all should not have to wait until we're trillionaires to do it. There are a lot of tricks to do it for a lot less money or hardly any money at all. So again, just a little different podcast for today, for Friday. Uh, just wanted to really talk to you about how, you know, your money situation, it might seem isolating and stressful, but I guarantee you at least five of your friends are going through the exact same thing, or they've been through the exact same thing. So be the CEO of your money. Take pride in wherever you're at, good or bad. It's okay. It's okay. Keep learning. Keep asking questions. If there's a something I talk about on the podcast and you're like, ooh, I'm interested in that, but I don't know about that, go to the internet. Look it up. Uh, you know, Ask me a question. Dig in deeper, right? Uh, there's so many things we could talk about when it comes to money, when it comes to you know, achieving your dreams. And it's funny, you know, somebody... Somebody asked me this question just the other day, you know, they're like, God, I just I hate budgeting. Why, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this every single month? So I said, okay, what, tell me like the top three things you want to, like, what are your goals in the next three years? And so they ran off kind of a laundry list of things that they want to do. And I said, okay, how are you going to achieve those? And they were like, well, God, I don't know. I got to make more money or I got to do this or I got to do that. And I'm like, look, how about we just reframe your budget into like, let's call it like the dream catcher, right? And you're going through this process every single month because going through it is getting you to those dreams. And it was just like, it was like a light bulb went off in his head and he was like, oh yeah, like I could totally do something every month that was called like the dream catcher or, you know, whatever, C come up with whatever word you want to call it. But the whole reason you're doing this, the whole reason you're going through this every single month is so you can actually have the life that you want. So you can achieve, achieve whatever it is that you really want to do. And, um, I mean, I think that's true freedom, right? That's that's the ultimate goal. I mean, and you know, we, we shouldn't be going through life stressed out and bogged down. And I know there's going to be times in life when that happens. I've had my share of seemingly really long times where it just felt like I was, you know, like buried. And then the sun comes out and, you know, I realized that, um, the whole reason I'm going through all this is not to be stressed out and, you know, to, 
to have the life that I want to. So I just wanted to inspire you today. Think about the emotions of money. Think about some of these tips. Be the CEO of your money. Put on a, maybe a new thinking about you know your money situation, whatever situation you're in, and just know that it's all going to be okay. All right. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game and Instagram at Millennial underscore Money. 